Father, the um, calling this morning, I wanted to, uh, I want to talk to everyone who is presently alive in Christ. There's a, there's something I'd like to uh, say to you this morning. You you are those who have been given an opportunity to hear Him who is speaking from heaven. You can hear Him. Now, Jesus doesn't uh, speak superficially. Jesus speaks the things that God once said, right? He, he came here, and he only did those things to please the Father. Now that he's exalted in heaven, he isn't doing anything different. He's speaking to those whom he has, who God has given him in order that they might be built up in their most holy faith and make it from here to there successfully. And be, be, be orientated for glory. Be able to take what the Father has given them, whatever place he's prepared for them, they'll be able to move right into it. So those are the, the ones that, um, see, ultimately, these are the people that Jesus died for. Now I know Jesus died to take away the sins of the whole world. All sin had to be removed. But see, those that the Father has given him, they will come to him, and he will in no wise cast them out. Why? Because God gave them to him. That's all personal salvation is. God's involved, Christ is involved, the Holy Spirit's involved, and by his grace, we're involved in this trek to glory. Now, Jesus alone, he's the only one who has the keys to death and hell, right? So he whomsoever he will. Now, for us, it says whosoever believes. Well, how do people don't believe by accident? God's involved in this is the point. Christ is involved. The Holy Spirit's involved, and so are we. So he, Christ says, we're saved because we have a willing Savior. He's willing to save to the uttermost. Every single one that comes to him, he's willing we have a willing Savior. Isn't that good? A willing Savior. One that's ready, is able, he's already, he's already purchased salvation for every man. Now, question is, is whosoever will. Who will? Who wants what Jesus has? So, uh, you know, we live in a, in a, in a time right now where we're separated, as it were. We're one with him, but at the same time, we're here. He's in heaven. But see, we have, to, we have to be careful. We have to be cautious. We have to, to move about down here as though we're not citizens of this world. We're citizens of heaven. Now, of course, you'll look peculiar. You'll be peculiar. But, see, you have something that, that anyone that's in love with the world doesn't have. You have a home in another realm. Yeah. You're actually a citizen of, of heaven. And so you've already given up all your rights here. So see, if the world treats you bad, it shouldn't surprise you. You're of another country, another land. So are you troubled today? You know, trouble can come at the most inconvenient time, can it? A time when you think not. Trouble can come. Are you troubled? Well, then cast your care on Jesus. Amen. See, he's, he's, he's already told us this. Why? Because he knew. He says, let not your hearts be troubled. 
You believe in God, believe also in me. And then he tells us something very important. He's gone to heaven for us. Now, he says if he goes away, he will come again. So see, when you're troubled, it, it, trouble is going to come. But when you're troubled, it's a very critical for you to think on the eternal level. This trouble is not going to last forever. Whatever it is, it's not going to last forever. Jesus is going to come. Now, there are some people who have experienced so much trouble that it, they actually died in trouble. But they're not going to raise in trouble. They're going to be raised up to live with Jesus. See, there's some that are out there that are seeking. They want to know God more. Well, see, the same Jesus who came down and died for us will impart unto us understanding as we seek him. In other words, how much is it worth to you to know more about God? Is it worth for you to cut out some activities that are actually prohibiting you for understanding? There are things out there that if you give yourself to them, they'll take you away from God. So see, if down deep in your heart, and every one of us knows this, if you want to know him more, if you want to see him more clearly, there's a price tag attached to that. We're going to have to... Now, you know, for some, it's like, well, I've already given everything to Jesus. Well, he'll show you some things along the way that you didn't even know were there. See, crucify, if, we, if we'll allow ourselves to be brought to heaven, we're going to have to leave behind a lot of things that weren't very good anyway. They weren't very profitable. And Jesus is going to assist us. So I always look at it like this. If there's something in the way and you want to get past it, you're going to have to either go around it or get rid of it. Anyway, that... Are you rejoicing in Christ Jesus today? Amen. And having no, finding no confidence in your flesh. You look at yourself and you're like, who am I? See, this is something... Why would I want to be involved in anything that would be contradictory to rejoicing in Christ. Something gets in the way of rejoicing. Well, it's got to go. It just got to go. Are you filled with the desire to please God? See, all these things, I already know the answer to these things. See, you've, you've come today, you, you want to please God. You want to see more of his glory. You want to be transformed into his image. But see, if, 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 while we're here, we have to be on guard now, soldiers know what that means. Be on your guard. You take your eye off of, off of the line over there, they could come in like a flood. And they will come in like a flood. But see, if you be diligent and you keep your eye firmly fixed on Jesus, he'll take care of the rest. He will keep you from falling. I, I, I know each one of us, we, we're, we're longing. We're looking forward to the coming of the Lord. So I exhort each one of us today as we have gathered to hear the word of God preached, to, to, to gird up the loins of our mind. Anything that gets in the way, cast it aside. Don't dwell on things that take your mind off of God. Cut, cut them loose and let them go because they're not going to provide any, any blessings for us anyway. They're just going to be a distraction. 
As we continue into faith, well, quite honestly, trials will come. That's part of it. So we can expect, though, because of the, the, the trouble, we can expect that God is doing a work. See, we don't have to understand everything associated with the trouble. What we have to earnestly understand is that God is for us, even if this world is against us. And every single time the trouble comes, praise God, a blessing is right behind the dark cloud, right? We are more than conquerors. But see, this is, how would you know it if trouble didn't come and try to give you, it tries to undermine your faith. But trouble, see, for the believer, trouble is nothing more than, than something that God uses as a tool to teach us that he's there. He's bringing us to glory. It's his grace that he's given us. So I thank God for that. He's making us ready for the world to come. Jesus said, Amen. he said, now is my soul troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this cause came I unto, unto this hour. So see, as I was really moved this morning with that, that word. See, the, the Lord knew why he, he came into the world. The Lord knew it was, going to come, it was going to be a time of trouble. He knew it. And he didn't draw back from it at all. He committed his soul to the God who gave it. Anyway, you see what I'm saying? God's called us into this fellowship. We're thankful that God has called us, counted us worthy to suffer for Christ's sake. So as we suffer and as we see others suffering, we can gird up, gird up their loins. So we, we can come together and boost, help each other to be boosted up in the, in the spirit. And praise God. We thank you, brother.